Welcome to Tackless Radio. to another episode of Tackless Radio, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. And you already know who it is. It is I, Be Bad. Happy New Year. I figured I'd still say it, you know, because what? You get at least the first two weeks to be like Happy New Year or at least the first week to be like Happy New Year before you stop saying that shit. Okay, well, I got a little bit more time. So I'm going to still tell all of y'all. Happy New Year. <laughs> Do not fail on yourself with your New Year's resolutions. Okay, bitch, you just started. Stick with it. If you were wondering who that beautiful, soft, melodic voice was on your way in here, that was Money Long, spelled M-U-N-I, Long, L-O-N-G. And the name of the song is Hours and Hours. I first heard the song on TikTok, not gonna lie. With everybody doing their little compilations, their little mushy ass videos and photos with their loved ones. But I was like, the song is really, really pretty. And as I dug a little deeper, I wanted to learn a little bit more. And turns out that Money Long originally, her claim to fame was being a songwriter. But she wanted to drop something. She didn't want to give this song to someone else. She wanted to drop it on her own. And as we all can see, she's a beautiful singer as well. And I love that for her. I think it's awesome sometimes that the songwriters that normally don't get a lot of the credit in the industry are such powerhouses when it comes to talent that they deserve a little bit of limelight from time to time. So she's an independent artist. She decided to start her own label. She funded herself, pushed herself, pushed her dreams. And now she has literally the number one R&B song in the nation right now. So wanted to share that with y'all because she's doing a damn thing. And I love getting you all to open up your repertoire of music by adding some beautiful black women to it. So, all right, tackies, we're going to go ahead and get into shit I saw, but this shit I saw is going to be a little different because you all already know I love alliterations. So this shit I saw is going to be a sister 
should I solve? I invited my crazy little sisters on to my podcast for us to play a little game. Of course, the game is should I solve. But we decided to make it a little fun, add a little flavor to it. So go ahead and give it a listen with this week's episode of Shit I Saw. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Shit I Saw Sister Edition. Hello, beautiful broads. How are you all doing today? All right, all right. And yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. that was supposed to be. Oh, is that why you didn't answer? Because you're like, I'm not referring myself as a beautiful broad. That wasn't a term of endearment. Oh, that was supposed to be us. Oh. <laughs> well, my sisters here, Brianna and Sydney, are going to play a little game with me. And I am calling it, of course, Should I Saw. And this Should I Saw is going to be Twitter. I am going to read off a couple tweets on my timeline. And you all are going to rate them from one to five. One is the tweet wasn't funny, wasn't poetic. It wasn't thought provoking. It was trash. It was fake news. It was bullshit three decent you know it got it got some work to it i you know i had a little chuckle a little hee hee ha ha you know it, it was solid it had some solid work five is viral worthy probably will end up on the shade room tomorrow probably will have celebrities retweeting it and and posting it and commenting it was funny as fuck knocked it out the park so i want you all's honest opinions give it a one two three four or five on some of the tweets that I'm going to read out. Y'all got any questions? Y'all down for the game? All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got an astrology one, ladies. Fire signs. We be watching our own stories and rereading our own posts. Like, oh my God, I'm so funny and so pretty. Like, ah, I'm so great. Like, I'm literally the moment. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking of all fire signs. I'm sure y'all all do that. Honestly, it's for quality. It's for quality assurance. Because if I post something and like I see a grammatical error or I should have said something a little differently, I do want to like clean it up. But then I do go back and just be like, I'm cute. Accurate. Grammatical error. Nobody's proofreading. I mean, sometimes you just be in the moment, especially when I need to get something off my chest in a Twitter battle. <laughs> sometimes. You be in Twitter bottoms? What? what? I could believe That's it. That's a fire sign thing for sure. I got, I'm not saying that, I don't want to say like I've had tweets go viral, but. Also, right, another trait. I've had people like my tweets a lot. Mm-hmm. My one tweet, I will say. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to say. No, nah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I got one tweet that I put on Sierra's comment about okay so she reposted some pastor talking about women and God and being in the church and you know you basically gotta like align with the Lord so that he has to go to the Lord to find you and da 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 blah 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 and all I said was I think it's so interesting how so many sermons are geared towards women and them finding men but I don't see any sermons geared towards men 
being accountable and appreciative and comparable and intelligent and emotionally intelligent and capable and generous, loving, healed partners to women. I was like, I think this is really skewed. Like, please direct me into the direction of where the pastors are speaking to men about not being pieces of shit to their wives. And everybody was like, oh my God. And I was like, this is really interesting. Of course, they don't want to hear the truth. They rather hear the lies. Exactly. That tweet did so many numbers. I got um, a friend of mine tagged me on Shade Room because it ended up like in a gossip post. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Of course. Are you really surprised at this point? <laughs> Isn't that Jason Lee gossip? I don't know who runs it, but I was like, this is ridiculous. But I guess a lot of people thought it was funny. I just had a question. And you know me as a Sagittarius, I have to be honest. And I have to ask the questions, the obvious ones that clearly nobody else wants to ask. And apparently people got offended. (laughs) People always get offended by the truth. We call those PPs Uh, personal problems. Ooh. I was gonna say PPs. Oh my! Oh, personal problem. Yes. Yeah, when I say PP, now it's funny because when I say PPs, I say pretty privilege, and a certain someone out there knows who he is. Pretty privilege. Mm-hmm. A pissy pump. That's what I think when I hear PP. Wait. A what? I beg your pardon. Pissy punk. <laughs> a pissy punk. <laughs> what? What is a pissy punk? <laughs> I don't know. Just that's just where my head. When I was like PP, pretty privileged, personal problem. What's another PP? And I just thought of being in an argument with somebody and was like, you "Pissy punk!" Like I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's very that sounds effective. Oh, that sounds effective. I'm going to try that out, Bree, and come back and let you know, let how, me know I how it goes. That's hilarious. I will. I will. I'm hoping not to get hit when I say it just because it's so funny that whatever you were mad at me about you're just going to sit there and laugh and I'm going to diffuse it and you're going to be so upset mm-hmm. that you like me so quickly they're gonna, you might try and hit me mm-hmm. that's a scenario I made up in my head <laughs> by the way <laughs> <Not somebody laughs> another sash thing yep. mm. what? what did I what? be like yeah up there with it in your head not all the time don't get me wrong if anybody oh, is a th- like that it's the heirs but uh, the Brianna, right, Brianna as the Aquariuses be in the sky. Excuse me. My little hot air balloons. My little hot air balloons. Yeah. Okay. Here's a really good one as all of us being Chicago natives. Kevin on stage said, also, Chicago skyline does not get the respect it deserves. Top tier. No, it does not. And I was just last week talking with Dejan and we went through the photos and we looked at the skylines and they cute. It don't compare to Chicago. I don't care what you say. Mm-mm. Like, we didn't check them all out. It's too much. It's either too much water or it's too industrial with your buildings. It just doesn't have like It looked predictable. Everything. Exactly. Like Brianna, you make a good point. It's a good balance between nature, water, and fucking concrete here like you still are able to see like actual green or lushness or whatever um yeah 
like I love doing the architectural tour on the on the Chicago River every summer. And one of the things that I absolutely appreciate about Chicago architecture is that they use the glass and the windows and the treatments of the and the treatments and the sculpture and the shapes of the buildings to reflect and highlight the nature around it. There's so many buildings that are on the river that reflect the river so it looks more green it looks like a richer blue it's a richer tone it's not just like fucking gray concrete and brownstone which is like not natural like we as humans are accustomed to seeing nature you know we go crazy when we don't have much of it because we're supposed to be in it so it's really beautiful that it reflects it because it gives you it's such an appealing thing to see so the fact that we're starting to at least get some people give us the credit we deserve because I'm sorry I love New York I love New York but still no so you can't even tell where the skyline ends and begins it's just lights and big blocks like they are the everywhere they are the example of when you don't have enough greenery when you don't have like just enough landscaping and trees and actual grass to offset all of the concrete um, and I've gone to New York yeah. numerous times, but the last time I went to New York, I actually went to Central Park. It was fucking fantastic. I was like, I don't know why I haven't been here more often. Like, I would go there just to like meditate. It's so beautiful. It's large. It's green. It has like ponds and waterfall and koi fish. And just, it's massive. It's large. It's huge. But it is gorgeous. And it's such a relief from the literal concrete jungle that I see why people flock to it. And I see why the apartments across the street are $12 million. Right. Because you absolutely need a break from all of that goddamn concrete. You really do. And you'll probably breathe better being around some trees. That's why New York mugs. I mean, love New York, love Brooklyn. Y'all are very angry. <laughs> and it's because you have no brain. And I mean that within nature or within <laughs> your pocket. Y'all ain't got no green. No. No. They just exactly. had, right. They just legalized, they just legalized cannabis. So they just got a little bit of that green. And I hate that that's the debate that comes up. It's like New York. And I don't even hear much of California. They must know they skyline Maybe. is not worth they, the They're the trying it. They're trying. Because I know the first time we went to LA as a family, they're downtown. I was like, oh my God, there's homeless people here. Because in my mind, where I come from downtown, or like your quote unquote downtown, is nice as fuck. Yeah. So to like go to LA's downtown and see a heroin addict, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and they already know that they don't have a skyline worth the debate. Because what, what are we looking at? What skyline can you show me of LA? The only skyline I might see is that of maybe Venice Beach, San Francisco, San Diego. That's about it. Fuck it. And even then, it's not. It's not. It's like just a the bridge. Line. Like I'm. I'm exactly. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what the fear is called, but I have a fear of like walking up to very large, large inanimate objects. Like if it's an animal or a tree, something of nature, I'm fine. Like like it basically when we were on the boat when we took the trip to New York the first time, and we did the mm-hmm. and we did the tour to see the Statue of Liberty. I wanted to vomit. <laughs> like, just looking up at that thing and, and like how large and huge it was, but it was just like a like a statue. It was it made me feel so small and I wanted to throw up. 
So it's called megalophobia. There wow. we go. Well, thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, <laughs> you now have learned a new fear. It is called what, Brie? Megalophobia. It is the fear, the type of anxiety disorder in which a person experiences intense fear of large objects. Experiencing this intense fear and anxiety when they are around the large objects, such as statues, vehicles, and large buildings. Yep. There we go. Yep. So, mm-hmm. megalophobia. Yes. You want to know what's so crazy? I do not feel like that at all when I'm downtown in Chicago. Like, I have walked up to the Sears Tower, and for li- and everybody listening, um, it is still called the Sears Tower. Period. I would walk up to the Sears Tower, like right onto it, and look straight up and be totally fine. I would never do that anywhere else. Couldn't. I would throw up. I think that's because of the Sears Tower not being in an open area like if the Sears Tower was in the middle of like the desert or the ocean and you got up on it you would feel that enclosing because there's nothing else surrounding you but this large object so that then exacerbates your anxiety but since you're in Chicago and it's familiar and it's home and there are buildings and it's cars and it's trains and it's other buildings around the Sears Tower it's like oh oh okay you don't feel alone but you feel alone in a body of water around a big ass ship Ooh. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. You're so correct because I'm telling you now, Jesus, (laughs) just come and take me. Like, if I get left, if I fall off a, if I fall off a cruise ship, that is my biggest fucking fear. Like, the one time that I went on a cruise ship and I will never do it again. At 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 night, night too. Imagine that. To know that scares me it's just open yes. water and darkness honestly Mm-mm. if you fall off of a cruise you. ship at night <laughs> that's it because that is it baby we love you Bro. and we'll miss you and then just to imagine being in the water and then you're looking up at this humongous ship jesus take me just just take me i don't want to even i don't want that experience like i would never want that experience at that point let <laughs> <laughs> let the megla let the megalodon come get this megalophobia out of me because that big ass shark gonna need to take me out because the moment no, damn I, minute. like because i can only because that that's the type of fear i think about oh, with the titanic sinking. That, that's what scares oh, no. me about that and it, it's supposed oh, to be no. romanticized and that, that that whole last scene is probably why i have this fear it's like, no, baby, if I would have been anywhere around that shit and heard a big ass snap, boom, and shit go black, Lord, throw, pull the lever, crunk, because I need to come home. <laughs> I'm not, I can't do that. big boom, everything got dark and it's wet and cold. And it's going to take how long for niggas to find us? And honestly, the fact that that big ass motherfucker would have been out there for two and a half hours sinking, I've already ain't no way, ain't away. no way. Just because no, my heart ain't no late. way, boy, ain't no <laughs> way, boy. <laughs> Just give it up to God. <laughs> Just oh my God, King Jesus. <laughs> I'm yeah, because that's all I'm gonna have at that point. Yeah, so that's all that, like and a definite fear of anxiety that is warranted. Let me tell you, the scene in Titanic when he falls off the boat, but he hits the propeller. 
that took me. And I've never been the same. He fell off the boat and hit the propeller. I just remember a shorty like And just looking at the size of the propeller in comparison to the rest of the ship. I was like the propeller that pushes this thing was of course it's huge was huge and knowing that information because i didn't know that information before made me sick and i was like wow everything about the titanic Mm -mm. makes me sick i don't find anything about it to be romanticized i honestly don't even think celine dion could pick us up from the floor when it sank it just made it worse it was just no nothing about this movie is beautiful it's actually very horrifying like and it was motherfuckers still on that ship when it went dark. I'm sure they died on the toilet. That I just got like at this point I'm going to sleep on the door because I'm not watching <laughs> this. I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. it was freezing. And it was frigid, fucking cold. Like, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. Okay, so, um, yeah, let's rate that tweet. No, <laughs> I have forgotten the tweet. What did it say? Three. <clears throat> it was about the Chicago skyline. It does not get the credit it deserves. Oh, yeah. Mm. Five. Give it a five. five. Yeah. So many I, people. That's probably biased, but it was definitely approved by. I won't even say that it's biased because if we pull up Miami skyline, it's a lot of water and pretty colorful lights in a bubble. Loki, it feel like Miami be trying too hard. Cause I'll be like, why are y'all so <laughs> colorful? Like it be feeling like a Christmas tree down there. I'll be like, God, damn, it's that's their culture. It's right down here. It's their culture. They, they they just a different breed. They even with their hair so that's like, why they don't sleep. Everything's a nightlight down there. Like that's yeah. why they don't go to sleep. They like, bitch, we up. Let's just keep dancing. <laughs> Let's just go out. Let's just keep partying. Let's just keep pop out. Let's just that keep Miami nightlife. Let's go to the strip club. The energy is high all the time. I'm like, damn, y'all don't get tired. Mm-hmm. Y'all not nope. sleep. It's that cocaine. It's that cocaine. I was, I was really finna say that it's that booger sugar that have them lit. <laughs> That's why they can't go to sleep. They be on that booger sugar and Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull, yeah. They just that love really Red Bull. <laughs> it give them wings. Literally. Oh my God. Jesus. It just be, it be, look, it is gorgeous, especially like how the river intertwines like through the buildings and the properties, how tropical it feels, just the palm trees and the beaches are so gorgeous. Like, you know, I give them very high remarks. Mm hmm. But y'all have just got a lot of fucking going on. Yeah. And like, and here's the thing that I hate to do this. Cause you could say a lot about our state. You say a lot about our state. But I have to go to Florida to go to Miami, and that's a turn off. So I gotta take some points. Yeah. I gotta take some points. I gotta take some points. I, I gotta <laughs> take points off because the same skyline you're trying to show me it's better than mine is the same waters that will kill you. Like y'all Ooh. get Sharks and hurricanes. Rains every day. When was the last time y'all were flooded? Like my Chicago ain't. Our skyline. Our water. We ain't never got a flood. Our our lake respects us. Our skyline respects us. (laughs) Yours overcrowds the boundary every time and floods you. No, literally. Like, Like I don't. I can't be anywhere where the water at any given point is gonna be. Like I think we want to overstep. 
the shoreline and see what y'all talking about downtown in Miami on South Beach. And they just flood you motherfuckers. Y'all lose points for that. Miami got a lot going on. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty, but y'all got a lot going on. Y'all got to put the, you know, put the cocaine at that. You got to put the... It's already moisture in the air. Like, you, you're not going to be able to breathe with that coke in your nose. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's already, like, stuffy. So now you all the more stuffed up oh, in your nasal no, cavity with this snow up there. She said, <laughs> she said it's pretty moist outside. It's already moist. It's now already sugar Just get caked in the nasal cavity right. now. That's up. why we up all night. It's just be coke and Vicks. Just all in the nose. It's not. It's not helping, baby. It's not helping. It's hot. You're sweating. You're sweating. <laughs> Your clothes are wet. It's just you don't want to go home. <laughs> <Don't party here. laughs> okay. No, they wide awake. That's why they don't want to go home. <laughs> like I want to shower, nigga. Nope. To the strip club. Okay. <laughs> With the wings. Can't forget that. Right. Mm. P Valley need to stop playing. They do. Okay. Next week. This one's pretty interesting. I would love to know you all's thoughts. I died laughing for... <laughs> Shit, I can't get it out. <laughs> okay. Stop playing with me. I'm trying to get it out. I died laughing for 17 nights when I found out on Twitter men don't be putting cover on their homeboys when they fall asleep at their house. Wow. Men don't put covers on their friends when they fall asleep. When they spend a the night at their crib, they literally just leave them out cold. Like if you fall, like if they fall asleep on the couch, they just be uncomfortable. They don't, bring they don't no even say nothing. They don't say nothing to them. They don't bring them no blanket. They don't bring them no pillow. They don't Shivering. be like, bro, we got a guest room. You can go in there. Like wherever you exactly. fall asleep in your homie house, he leave you. Like you fall asleep at, at the kitchen table. That's exactly where you're going to sleep. He's not gonna move you or wake you up or anything. And I was and I don't think I knew that information until looking at that tweet and reading the comments. And dudes was like, Yeah, my homie good, he can stay tonight, but I'm not tucking that nigga in. I'm like, you not nobody told you to do God, all that. everything is just offending your masculinity. Like you don't have to give this man a kiss on the cheek and bring him Dr. Seuss, but give him it's a sheet cover down. or something. It's cold. <laughs> sheet cover. <laughs> it's cold girl what made it even funnier is that so many men were talking about how they've used very interesting and inanimate objects to try and cover themselves when they got cold in the middle of the night like they would use the fucking pillows to as a sheet instead of getting up and even asking a homie the where's the right blanket? using the cushion as a, a blanket laying under all three cushions get up and go get a blanket typical mm-hmm Girl, somebody said they did a rug. They got under the rug. <laughs> what? So now you got hearing your ass. Who told you to get under the rug? That dirty ass rug, bro. Get up. No. That lets me know that you maybe don't deserve a blanket if you think a rug is a good substitute. It's not that serious. It's not that deep. I That's where you're about to go. What's next? The doghouse? Like. <laughs> This is okay. So the concept of it is very interesting. <laughs> but what would you all rate the tweets? I would give it about like a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Actually, I give it a four. It gave me a good chuckle. Three. And Sydney gives it a three. Okay. 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 We got D O E S 
T A X X X. I think it was trying to be sexy here. This person says, Niggas love yellow cake with the thick ass chocolate frosting. I'm niggas. No, that's not your favorite flavor, Brianna. You don't like a yellow <laughs> cake with chocolate frosting? That hit. Hell no. Oh, that's right. She don't like she don't like cake for real. I, I don't eat cake for real. If it's not red velvet or Sydney sh- strawberry cake, I'm not really eating cake. That's that on that. <laughs> and both gotta have cream cheese frosting. So yeah, that's the only that's, thing. That's the set off. Okay, well, I love the sister alliance mm-hmm. on the bake on the baked goods. I agree. I agree. But personally, for me, it's a hit sometimes, depending on who make it. But that's not the top top. That's like top. 10, 5? No, that's top 5. So what would you say your all-time favorite flavor of cake is? Mom. You said your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My own strawberry cream. Okay, you cocky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't tried it, I don't think, but I got you. Yeah, you ain't never tried Wait, it. yes I have. She made it for my birthday, for my 30th birthday. You brought it over to the Airbnb, right? Duh. Sounds about right, yeah. Because my girlfriend Marcy was like, who made this cake? And then, like, the both of y'all started hanging out. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. You made a whole friend over your, over some cake. I'm like, it is delicious. But I agree. I would put your cake above yellow cake with chocolate frosting. I'm just saying, I agree with the tweet. It is very good cake. Would you all agree? I don't even like chocolate. Probably. Would you all agree that Mom's lemon cake is up there? Mom's lemon cake is okay. Somebody write that recipe down, okay? Like that's what we need to do. Like, please, because essentially, for like, I just vividly remember this memory. I, I just always have this memory of like Uncle Leon coming in for numerous holidays and being like, "Where the lemon cake?" Mm-hmm. Where the lemon cake? Mm-hmm. And that damn silver pan. <laughs> that motherfucker stayed ready. <laughs> you know, he just asked about you all tonight. He was like, How old are they again? I told oh. him, and he was like, Oh my God. Yes. I'm like, Yeah. I know Uncle Leon would ask how old, how old is Uncle Leon? Girl, I'm not sure. Subtract nine, subtract nine years from mom's age. <laughs> How old is she? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Brianna said math. Well, oh, math. <laughs> math. That part of my life is over. <laughs> what the fuck? I pulled up my clock, not my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> It's a new year, which means I know a couple of you all made New Year's resolutions and it's not too late to make sure that you're making the commitment for yourself that will follow you all through 2022. What were some of those commitments you made to yourself, girl? Were you gonna work out more? Lose that pandemic 20 pounds that you gained? Start your spiritual journey? Make sure that you were going to move more so you can have those Meg the Stallion knees. 
look no further, girl. I got you. I'm going to help you out with a little something, something. I know of an amazing Black-owned business located here in Chicago in the River North area by the name of Connect Health and Fitness. If you're looking for a place to start your physical, spiritual health journey, go ahead and reach out to Marcus Robinson at M-A-R-C-U-S at teamconnect.com. That's T-E-A-M-K-I-N-E-C-T-E-D.com. And girl, because I got you, go ahead and mention Tackless Radio at your first session for a discounted rate because we all want to save a little bit of money. We all want to shed those pounds. We all want to get on our spiritual journey. So why not go ahead and not only get you together, but support an amazing Black-owned business in Chicago while doing it. Connect Health and Fitness is located at 1031 North Orleans in Chicago, Illinois. And I promise you, girl, if you go ahead and just make the commitment to yourself now, by the beginning of the summer, you're going to be a brand new bitch with a brand new stomach with a brand new spirit and nobody can stop you so go ahead and let them know tackless sent you because i believe in you you got this and that is this week's black owned business and random reality Well, 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 welcome back tackies, ladies, gentlemen, binary people, everyone in between and everyone on the outside. Before we move further into 2022, there's just something that I would love to leave all of you all with a little message, something to remember, something to keep in the back of your head as you move forward with different interactions with different types of people. Um, I want you all to remember how deeply rooted misogyny is in this fucking society, in the world, in the world. I know that so many of you all truly do believe that women have overcome, that women as a whole have overcome. I know that so many of you all believe that we have reached the promised land, that we are at the land of milk and honey, that we have fixed all of the issues. Hell, some of y'all didn't even know there were issues. But I wanted to just remind you all that we are not there yet. We are working on it. There's more work to be done. There's still things that we are fighting for. Abortion right now being the biggest one on the table. So we're not all the way there yet. And there's so many discussions happening about women paying 50-50. And now that we're equal, you should be able to fight. All kind of bullshit, right? Just, I know, I know. You all allowed the shackles to be released from our ankles, just like a generation ago. And we have surpassed men in some areas in just a generation when these motherfuckers have been able to be in positions of power, be the head of household, run companies, government, 
healthcare, science, math, technology, like these niggas have had it since the beginning of time. And we in just a generation and a half have gotten the shackles released off of our woman ankles. And we have ran circles around these niggas. They're frustrated, they're upset, and they're making it our fucking fault. Because I'll tell you all this, millennial men, Just think that women have always been in this girl boss, head of household, I can get shit done position. Like millennial men clearly were done a disservice because their Gen X moms did not tell them that what they were raising their daughters to be was going to be the complete opposite of what they were raising their sons to demand as wives. And they failed y'all. Y'all, y'all are on the other side now trying to date us. And y'all are giving us hell. Y'all are giving us fucking hell because we are actually our grandmother's wildest dreams, which so many of you all, so many of millennial men, some Gen X men too, boomer men a little bit, but they're the, they're the fucking fault. So not really, but there's a decent amount of Gen X men and just about every fucking millennial man who thinks that we as women have had equal rights this entire fucking time in this country. So why wouldn't we be able to pay 50-50? And why wouldn't we be able to get a degree? And why wouldn't we be able to get a job and keep a job and advance in said job? Like, why couldn't we be able to be just as capable of doing everything a man can? Like millennial men have this perception that Women have been equal this entire fucking time. We are our mothers and grandmothers and great grandmothers wildest fucking dreams because what we're able to do, they couldn't even get a whiff of it. Their own money, their own home to own property and no one had to die for her to get it. She didn't inherit it because her daddy died. She didn't get it because her husband died. Like she can just get it on her own. She wasn't left destitute in the middle of the streets after her husband divorced her because she can just get a job, collect income, and it can go into a bank account that has her name on it. So she can take said money and buy property. That is all possible today because of so many things women had to do before I even got here for me to be living their wildest dreams off of the fruits of their labor. My mom says to this day, she wants to be me when she grows up. Cause even the crazy things I can do, she couldn't have fathomed. So we in such a short amount of time have ran circles around these niggas and they're upset about it. Like we are able to really get a lot of shit done. We've been able, we are 60% of the workforce. The same workforce that allowed no women, especially if you were a woman of color. And now we are owning companies. We are the women are the fastest growing entrepreneurs, the fastest growing entrepreneurs. Like companies that are being started by women up way quicker than men are doing right now. 60% of the workforce. So we are everywhere. We are getting into so many industries. 
that were shut down to us. So when men say stupid things like, oh, well, if you wanted equal pay for the same job, then you should work those difficult jobs or those very advanced jobs. As if those areas have been open to women this entire time. Why do you think? Yes, it's probably easier for women to advance in said career if they're in education or in healthcare. Because we've been there the entire fucking time. That's where we are. That's the only, those are really the only spots y'all really let us be in. And then you all say things like, well, a sociology degree really doesn't pay well. So if you were actually looking to get said good money, you should have been a doctor. You should have been an engineer. You should have been a scientist. Oh, but women don't want those jobs. The jobs that pay well. Women don't want to be lawyers. The jobs that pay well. Motherfucker, do you know how difficult it has been for us to crack into those same industries that you all all have banned us from? It's on purpose that you don't see a lot of women in government. It's on purpose you don't see a lot of women who are scientists or mathematicians or doctors or lawyers. That was on purpose, boo. So we are trying to get into those quote unquote said industries that pay very well because you all love to follow these bullshit ass sociologists and these bullshit ass statistics saying Well, ultimately, women go for careers that are less paying, that are minimum this, that, and the other. Women typically go for jobs that are on average $50,000 a year. So if women want to make more money, they should go for more advanced careers that pay better. Here's the thing. Anytime women or people of color enter into a market, the value of it goes down. Let me say that again. Anytime women or people of color enter into a specific market or industry, the value of said thing then goes down. Because we are killing it in healthcare. We are killing it in education. We are killing it as entrepreneurs. Because at that point, we have to just make our own lane, baby. Y'all are not really doing it for us. But the industries that we have been barred from for so long, yes, we are the minority because at one point we were non-existent. So instead of feeding us that bullshit, how about you, I don't know, move to the side and allow for more women to get into those spaces so that we can make said money? Because here's the thing, and I'm standing 10 toes down on this one. If you are a man who is not openly and outwardly fighting for equal pay, then you don't get to ask a woman to pay 50-50 of shit. Because why? Let me give it to you like this. In 2021, we understand that Jim Crow and slavery and segregation has been outlawed. In most places, (laughs) no tea, no shade. Some states are still lagging behind. Anywho, but we understand in America in 2021 
on just a holistic level that slavery, segregation, Jim Crow, all of that is bad, civil rights movement, better, blah, blah, blah. White people understand that there are consequences for being outwardly racist and they are infuriated about it. Social consequences, of course, you know, not like, (laughs) unfortunately, real consequences, you know. Let the power of social media get in and maybe it'll let you lose your job and some embarrassment. But, you know, the consequences of what black people do way harsher. Anywho, but we understand that you cannot outwardly be a racist and go untouched for the most part. Our great great grandparents would look at things today and be like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Why do you think your grandmama cried hard tears when Obama got elected? Because they never thought that they would see that shit in their lifetime. Tremendous feat. A lot of people would say that we have made leaps and bounds in terms of racism in this country. And we also can say in the same breath that we have so much more to do. We have ways to go. In the fight of sexism, we are still at the Jim Crow level of everything. We are not at the Obama got elected level of sexism. When it comes to racism, we are at the, oh my God, if we pull together our online community, we can actually get a racist fired from their job. When it comes to sexism, we are at the Jim Crow, you use that bathroom, I use this bathroom because you're a colored person level of progress when it comes to sexism. Like women are visible in spaces that we have never been visible in before. We are still getting murdered at very high rates. We are still abused at very high rates. We are still sexually assaulted at very high rates physically abused, emotionally abused at very high rates at the hands of men. We are still taken advantage of and trapped in many spaces. We still are scared whenever we leave the house and it's dusk. The same way a black person in a sundown town in 1960s would leave their house at dusk and feel fear. That's how women are living today. We are in the segregation Jim Crow era of sexism. We are not at the Obama got elected president era of sexism. But that's where y'all think we at. That's where you all think we're at. Y'all think we are blues, clues, snooze, you lose equal across the board. And we are not. And you all are expecting us to pay 50-50. And birth your children and take care of a house. Bruh, suck my dick. Don't forget the balls because you all are ass tonight if you think that that's exactly where we're at and that's what we're going to be doing. So I want you all to remember all of this in 2022 because womenism, feminism, I don't know how you all took that, spun it with your sexism, manipulation, narcissistic games, and then spat it back out at women for your own favor because the anticipation of the patriarch and the way that you socialize girls is that we are nothing more 
than little humans that will grow up to serve men. That's that. That's just literally the entire socialization of said people who have vaginas in this in this world is that you're socialized off rip to take care of someone else who ain't you and what the quote-unquote back in the day thing was because of that some big guy with resources is going to come and in turn take care of you because women are socialized to be this selfless Put everyone else before me, my children, my husband, everyone goes before me, my likes, my wants, my ambitions, my passions, fuck them. What do you want? I'm here to serve you. Girls are socialized in that way since they were born. And And one of those things, a part of the socialization package is cleanliness or how to clean because people rather a clean house than a dirty house. We just, you know, humans, we just feel better. When we're in clean spaces, we're just, we feel more productive. We operate better. It's good for the soul. They say cleanliness is close to godliness. That's why if you know, you know, and you cleaned your house up before 2022 came in here. (laughs) We understand that a clean home is peaceful. It's good for the soul. It's good for the heart. It's hygienic especially when you have children, because those little things can be nasty. So you need things to be clean because if it's dirty and then people start putting things in their mouth from things that are dirty, that's that's disgusting. Those are diseases. Niggas get sick. It's horrible. It's a horrible thing. But who's going to do that task? Because it's a very important one. Cleaning, a very important task. Who's going to do that task? Ah you know what, let's add it to the socialization package and people with vaginas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gonna do that. They gonna do that. Yep. Add it, add it to the book. Yep. That's a part of they, that's a part of they pay. That's a part of they plan. They gonna do it. And what happens with boys? They're not really taught to clean because somebody else gonna do it when they get older anyway. And everyone thinks it's funny. It's, it's, it's always been so interesting to me when I see boys just being gross, just being absolutely gross. We see it in TV shows and we see it in movies. The boys get to fart and put fingers in their ass and sniff it and play in dirt and just have bugs in their hair and like dirty, dingy, everything. Oh, these boys are just... Da, 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 da. Think, basically things they would never allow a little girl to do, right? You wouldn't let a little girl play in dirt or play in the mud. She couldn't belch and fart. You would be mortified if a little if if a little girl did that. And even if she tried it when she was younger, you check that behavior quick. But I'd be seeing dirty little eleven year old boys running around, and it's just like, oh well, that's just how that's how boys are. And then they get to keep things dirty. So then like their room smells weird and you Febreze everything down. Like every single time I see a fucking Febreze commercial, it's the mom that goes into her son's room and it smells like a fucking barn. And she go in with the fucking Febreze and she sprays everything down. I'm like, why is this room smelling like a barn? Because if you went in your daughter room and it smelled like a barn, she's then her, her femininity is in, in question. 
Because as a girl, that is not what you're supposed to do. That is not how you're supposed to smell. Because what, what's the response to that? Girls don't do that. Girls don't smell like that. It is all those things that are attached to the fact that that person has a vagina and the way that you so, show and the way that you have socialized her early on. Because that stuff walks when it's your son. And why? Like, why does your son get to have stinky shoes, a bedroom that smells like a barn? He gets to have a disgusting bathroom with his hair shavings everywhere. And he has pubic hair everywhere because you come up behind him and clean it up. Don't you, mom? Because you expect for some other woman to. And I'm sorry, I'm not that nigga's mom. I cannot clean up after his bald hairs and then suck them. One or the other, not doing both. But that's the thing. It's okay. Some woman, whether it's your mama or your expected wife or girlfriend, some other woman is going to come behind you and clean up your bald hairs. So it's okay that your son gets to be fucking gross because somebody else will come and clean it. Y'all be really letting y'all boys go out here to the wolves with no fucking life skills, huh? Because you really do expect for women to come up behind them and take care of them fucking waste of space and this is why I want this particular message to be the loudest message that you all remember going into 2022 because this hurts boys too this patriarch toxic masculinity misogyny it hurts boys too you all are stifling your little boys by telling them that they are not allowed to have emotions when emotions are not weak They are not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of you being a human. And we have hundreds of emotions. But little boys are only allowed to be funny or angry. They're not allowed to be disappointed or frustrated or sad or experience grief or loss. You all tell little boys to suck it up. You tell little boys to not cry. And that's why you all are very upset. Because misogyny and sexism and the patriarch are not working in your favor. And we're only at the segregation level of this fucking video game. We are not at the Obama got elected president level of this fucking game. We're at the Jim Crow separate lunch counter level of this fucking game that is the patriarch and sexism. Has it never dawned to you all to maybe, I don't know, just like actually listen to women? Instead of trying to like guilt trip us and scare us and threaten us into being this unobtainable thing that you all think we're supposed to be, because that's the fantasy you you were sold. Like whenever y'all want to wake up to reality, the quicker y'all do that, the better we can get through things. Because if you all think that it's about to be what your granddaddy had, you are sorely mistaken, love. And that's all we trying to tell you. That's all we trying to tell you. And what I also will tell you is if that's what you want, there's some woman out there that will give you that old funky ass patriarchal love. It's just not as many of us as it used to be because we have a choice not to sign up for that bullshit. But here's the thing. People are still getting married. And I'm still seeing very happy marriages. From younger people too. But there's a shift in the mindset of the husbands that I see 
of today. They understand that marriage means partnership, not that a marriage means ownership. And the quicker you all can get to that idea, I promise you we can be a lot better for one another.